got that audio turning, got that video burning. Hey everyone, Van and Jeezy back here with another episode of Getting Cheesy with Van and Jeezy. Say what up, Jeezy. What up? It took about a month. Uh, we need a little bit of time. I was busy. You were busy. Everyone was busy. We were just doing our best research we've ever done. What? No, we were just working oh. in our real jobs that actually pay us money. What? We're not getting paid for this? We haven't once in like two, is it two full years now? Yeah. We haven't once, we haven't gotten paid a dime in two full years. We spent money. Wow. I wish I <laughs> Wow, when you put it that way. Uh... What a great hobby. <laughs> I mean, that's every hobby. Yeah. Oh boy, I but mean, a lot was... of a lot of shit's gone down the past month. Seems like in the football world. Um, That's true. You are right. There's a, I mean, there's so much shit, especially like right now, right? Because I think we're in the Wednesday is this, is the official start of the new league year, and so I think right now we're in the is it not legal tampering, legal legal discussion period where teams can like talk to free agents. I don't know. I mean, they're signing them, so I don't really know. I don't know. I mean, all these are just like reports that they've come to agreement, and and I guess nothing's actually finalized until the the new league year starts. That's that's what it is. That's, yeah. So, anyways, uh, one big thing was the NFL actually finally set the salary cap at a one hundred eighty-two point five million dollars. Well, and that was so they split the difference, right? Because the they had given a range before saying it would be somewhere between one eighty and one eighty-five. Yeah. And they just split the difference. And it was 198.2 in 2020. So that's the hard part, right? Is that like, is that... Um, that 16 and a half? Or well, that's, that's the hard part is that all these contracts, uh, you know, previously have been made under the assumption that the salary cap was going to continue to go up as it always had been. Um, and I just kind of don't know why, like, teams can't kind of just suck it up and like, I mean, granted, okay, it all comes down to the owners. It all comes down to... TV contracts and in-person sales, whatever else, and at, at games and everything. But, um, you know, players are signing these mega contracts and stuff without knowing that the cap is going to go down at some point, right? So, um, I, I don't know. It just seems like, to me, you would hope that the uh, owners might have been able to – I was hoping they would be able to leave the cap alone and then kind of spread out the hit over a number of years instead of just being like right now, just like all in. I mean, know. I think I think the I think part of it is just like, are you sure it's only going to be a one year hit? You know, and I think that's what they're trying to brace for. Because yeah. I mean, if you think, I mean, you think about the league is coming back. We'll see if preseason happens in August or not, and then you've got it's, the regular season starting in September. That's I mean, that's just six months it's away. Five hundred and twenty. If it's sixteen million dollars. That is five hundred and twelve million dollars over thirty-two teams. Yeah, so I mean, it's a, it's, you know, it's a good chunk of change. And look, man, I, I just feel like we're, you know, with the vaccines and everything, we're heading in the right direction. But, but still, I don't know, you know, where are large gatherings like a football game going to be in six months? Yeah, I, I still don't think we know. And boy, the hard part is. Uh, I just don't know, man. It it's wild. Things are things are getting crazy. So, 
with that, we're seeing a lot of star players getting released and you're seeing a lot of contracts that are, have voidable year, con- voidable year clauses and a lot of uh, signing bonuses that, that can be prorated over the course of the contract. And basically a, a lot of restructuring contacts, contracts doing a lot of shit to uh, try their best to keep everybody on the same teams. And we've lost guys already, right? We, we just found out earlier today that Corey Lindsley, all pro center for us, hasn't, hadn't missed a game or hadn't missed a play. And I don't, I don't even know how long, like years and years, uh, is going to go on to be the NFL's highest paid center over there in Los Angeles uh, for, for the, the Chargers. Chargers. We'll get back to that. Um, Jamal Williams is likely gone. Aaron, Aaron Jones took a, a hometown discount to stay. So uh, all that to, you know, being said, um, there's some teams that are in pretty deep trouble with, with their salary caps. And is this – you posted a link here from sporttrack.com, which sporttrack.com, by the way, is badass. It's got all kinds of – you can track all kinds of shit, it, weird stats. It does. It's pretty badass. And it's all uh, kinds of sports also. It does. Like, there's golf. There's LPGA, PGA, NASCAR, Formula One, tennis – um all that yeah, shit all that shit uh so it's got salary cap numbers here and but you know it's got they're all estimates you know is this is this current right now i i mean i don't i oh there's an update button so yes i would assume so uh right now the shitty ass jets have the best cap situation they've got almost 70 almost 70 million dollars in cap space um according to this. Uh, and the Rams are the worst off where they have negative $46 million in cap space. So like, what are they going to do to get to get $46 million under the radar here? And so we're seeing a lot of things like I said was going to happen. I said what? this was going to happen. And it's happening right now. Dak Prescott just signed a, what was it? Uh four-year, 40 million, something stupid big for him because he's not that good. You put it, here it is. The fucking Rams are in trouble. They are, like I mentioned. They're 60, whatever, 46, whatever it was. Uh, Let's see. Dak is going to be averaging, uh, where is it? It's 40 million over four years. I mean, and that's all he ever asked for anyway. He wanted Mahomes' money. This is Mahomes' money. He's not Mahomes. This is just behind Mahomes. This is. Do you think Dak Prescott is is just behind Mahomes in terms of talent and upside? I mean, if you have to say I mean, the answer is no. I mean, the answer is, as far as young quarterback signing a deal right now, he's he's the biggest name there is. I Sean mean, Watson isn't a guy. I mean, he is, but I don't what, think he's. Orin? I don't think he's technically up. For, I think he's in contract. I think he technically is too. He's probably going to sit. He's going to pull Le'Veon Bell and sit. I don't know if he's going to sit, but he's going to. He's not. <clears> I don't okay. think he's going anywhere. But but here we are. Unfortunately, here we are. Um, here we are. Where, like I said, we're in a situation where they paid Zeke, they paid Amari Cooper, they're paying Dak, and there are still forty-eight other players to pay for the game day roster. I mean, what are you, how are you going to do that? And so we're looking at the chiefs. They cut both their offensive tackles. They're starting tackles because they couldn't afford to fucking pay them. 
because Patrick Mahomes got a fucking five hundred million dollar contract. I mean, I, I mean, you don't. The Green Bay Packers have less than a million dollars in cap space, right? I think now. that's 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 top fifty one. Yeah. I think I think it's a top fifty one has to be under uh, under cap by I forget when, but we've done a lot of restructuring and stuff. But I just don't know, like. I mean, we're we are according to this as of today. Sport Track has Green Bay ranked twenty seven. We're the we're at that bottom. I mean, we're not we're not the L A Rams. We're not the Eagles, but we got some serious concerns. I don't know. I mean, there there definitely are some some concerns. And we're the, I said we've restructured press. We'll get to this in the Packer section. This is Packer section news. But um, these mega contracts are becoming very prohibitive this year. Taysom Hill just got like 140 over four years. Did you see this? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, Taysom that, Hill got a bunch of fucking money. That dude sucks. That yeah. was a waste. He does not suck. Boo. Oh, fuck off. He. I'm just. I'm still upset he's not a pack. We, we got rid of him for like whoever the fuck we kept that was stupid. $140 million extension. Four years, $140 million. That to me means... He is your starter. I cannot believe that. Has to be. Has to be. I mean, I've always thought Sean Payton was a good coach, smart offensive mind. Taysom Hill is not not that guy. I would not pay. I would not pay that kind of money for him. I mean, no one's paying like thirty-two million dollars a year for a paperweight, right? I mean, but sometimes they have. But so what I'm saying is, I mean, how much did they pay? This to me how means Taysom Hills. How much should Philly pay uh, Carson Wentz to turn into a paperweight? I mean, how much did the Bears pay Nick Foles to turn into a paperweight? How Nick much? Did, how much did the Vikings pay Kirk Cousins to effectively be a paperweight on the field? Nick Foles. Nick Foles was a backup there. He wasn't getting. No, paid. no, no, no. He he started a couple games because Mr. Risky sucked, and then he I got was... benched because he sucked. Or he got hurt. <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, Nick Foles didn't get paid that kind of money. So, so Taysom Hill is 4 years, 140 million dollars. All years are voidable and it frees up the 7.5 million for the Saints this year. Uh it's got almost 10 million dollar signing bonus, a 1.5 million guaranteed roster bonus and 1.3, sorry, 1 million guaranteed base salary plus incentives. Yeah. Foles so, got, so this Foles this got is paid getting, an 8 million dollar signing bonus helping him make 12 million with his first season in the Bears. 12 million. Yeah, Taysom Hill's making a lot fucking more than that. Yeah, Taysom Hill sucks. Fuck off. He can do everything. He's not just a quarterback. He can do everything. You're paying him to be a running back, receiver, tight end, and quarterback, and kick returner. You're paying him to do all those things. If I wanted him to look impressive in an NFL commercial, yeah, Taysom Hill would be a good actor for that. Athletic dude. But, like, if I want to win football games, Taysom Hill is not that dude. He's just not. Well, you, it's it's okay that you're you're wrong, um, but <sighs> freeing up the seven point five million there and freeing up a bunch of money because uh, Drew Brees officially retired yesterday. Officially, everybody knew it, right? Like, what watching him walk off the field after that playoff game, head in his hands, all that stuff. Everybody knew, but it, it's official. Um, he said he's joined a new team. And he's very excited to announce that he is going to be uh, an analyst on NBC Sports as a broadcaster. 
Yeah, so he said, quote from Breezes, uh, this come from Yahoo Sports, I'm excited about that journey. I'm excited to stay very closely connected with the game of football. It's been such an important part of my life. I continue to be able to talk about it, show a passion for it, and be able to bring my kids along for the ride as well, and let them be a part of those special moments. Good for him. You think he's going to be good, or is it going to be, or is he going to be Gronk or, or Witten? No, he'll be good. He'll be Romo. I hope so. I I, I, I feel like he'll be a nerdy Romo. Okay, fine. I think he's he's maybe like Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez meets Tony Romo. How about that? I don't think of Tony Gonzalez as a nerdy guy. He's not nerdy. He's just like more stoic, I, I guess is what I mean. And Tony Romo's funnier. Yeah, I like Tony Gonzalez I feel is a little closer to the bar stool, I feel. But I don't know. Anyways, uh, uh, speaking of old man quarterbacks, Ben Roethlisberger signs another deal, $5 million pay cut this year. He will be making uh, – he's going to free up like $15 million uh, in space for them, I guess. Yeah, he's getting for this year, dropping 14 from 19. Million. Yeah, from 19 down to 14. See, this is another one of these contracts where he's getting – a $1 million base salary with a $13 million signing bonus. This is what we're seeing. Is we're seeing a lot of base salary deals here with signing bonuses to make up the differential spread out throughout the next – I think you can spread it out for up to five years. Um, but this is a bad idea for the Steelers, I think. Yeah, I look, man, I told you when Big Ben got hurt two years, two years ago, ago now, that was the end of his – that should have been the end of his career. I checked in with J-Dog after I saw this originally, and he was like, I'm not that pumped for it, really, if I'm honest. J-Dog, I'm not trying to put you on blast to all of Steelers Nation here, but... Hey, he's not wrong. He's just being realistic, right? Like, I mean... He's just what a you... really old dude quarterback. And, like... He had know, did he, the, was he, was he great the... last year? Was he middle of the pack? I mean... Middle of the pack, at best. I don't know. And speaking of shitty quarterbacks, Tom Brady <laughs> signed uh, an extension. Uh, let's see. It four says years. that it's a four-year contract that can void to a one-year extension. And again, these voidable contracts, I still don't understand the fuck it really means. Like the additional voidable years are there to defray the cost. I mean, it's the if it's no. So it's going to save them no nineteen. Cost. It's going to save them nineteen million dollars against their cap this year. So is it? I just cannot believe Tom Brady is going to keep going. See, did, um, I don't see. I just don't know. I mean, how is he going to keep going? That dude seems like he's too old to be hit by these young dudes anymore. Because he doesn't get hit by the young dudes. Because he's got a good offensive line, and he when he does get hit, he crumples. I was looking at the sport track on the on the thing there, and it said that like the average age of these rosters were between like the upper 25 year olds and lower 27 year olds. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think anybody's average actually quite reached 27 for their roster age. That's crazy. I mean, the Packers were the old, probably the, one of the older ones in the league. I don't know. I, I mean, it's like, we're talking about like from the youngest team to the oldest team about a one year average difference. I mean, I'm just eyeballing it, but that's what I'm saying. Voidable years. Voidable years allow what voidable years allows to happen is to have the signing bonus spread into additional years for salary cap purposes without committing any base salary to the player in those years. 
If a player reaches the first of the voidable years, they become a free agent once the year league begins. If the player signs a new contract with the team, the dead money amount for each year stays in place with the new contract along with the financials of their new year. New deal. So it's like a weird low guaranteed money no matter what happens. Well, so so that uh, dead money for each year. So if if Brady signed a four a four year voidable contract down to one year, he gets his base salary plus he gets a prorated portion of the signing bonus. And if he quits yet next year, does he just not get any more of the signing bonus? Then I guess that's what the voidable part means. I guess. I don't know. And then, oh, and then they, they get into shit about like incentive-based contracts and non-incentive guarantees. And there's, there's likely to be earned money and there's unlikely to be earned money and I all mean, kinds we, of shit. Like that counts weird ways and not. Do um, we have an attorney listener that can like join us on the next episode? If no you're out listen. there, no one listen. No one listens. People listen. Person listens person listens maybe if the person who listens there i know there's i know there's at least two see and they've both been on the show or is it both of us there's four people that listen <laughs> i was say juju and ram jam uh, well anyways I mean, only other two uh, things. I mean, so let's... okay so so let's see Biggest reason teams do voidable years is spread out the salary cap hit without having to negotiate with this is from behind the steel curtain.com, by the way, speaking of Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, to spread out the salary cap hit without having to negotiate with the base salary would be should the player continue with their career. So if this and this and the example they were using was, was Ben Roethlisberger. If the Steelers did not want to commit to having to pay Roethlisberger anything for 22 yet wanted to move out his current salary as signing bonus, the voidable years are a good option. Okay. That sounds fine. I guess it's, it seems like it's more of like a one-year short, definitely a short-term kind of thing, right? Yeah. I so, mean, it's, to, it's, to, it's to put big money in front of people, but like have an escape valve. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, was that it for our old-ass quarterbacks? It was. We talked about Dak, uh, and J.J. Watt went to Arizona, if we didn't mention that already, which yeah. was fucking – I mean, this is a while ago now. That was a dark horse. No one thought that was going to happen. Yeah. I, I uh, Whatever. They paid but, him. He's yeah. going. Yeah, so it's it's getting wild here now, and it's going to be wild over the next week in terms of all these players coming and going and, and all that shit. Like, the Patriots just brought in, like, four big-ass defensive – people i think and like all right, it's, it's gonna be wild man this covid about, shit is fucking up everybody's rosters i mean gronk just resigned 10 yeah million, 10 million one one year 10 million dollar deal with the with the bucks yep and they got both their linebackers locked down too i think i know they got one levante david they got him on some voidable year shit too yeah i heard he yeah i heard he was back that was the one i heard it's wild i'm telling you man i But I think Taysom Taysom year four years one hundred forty million dollars. That is a bullshit contract. That what is, is Jameis Winston? What is his? He threw. He was three and one in four starts for nine hundred twenty eight yards and four touchdowns, adding an additional eight scores on the ground. Nine hundred twenty eight yards in four games is that's pretty good. That's two hundred fifty yards. That's all right. 
That's, That's all right. Four touchdowns, touchdown a game. Wait, That's who? all right for a tight end. Who's this? Taysom Hill. That's pretty good for a tight end. It's not great. For a tight end, it's really good. For a tight end, it's all right. I'm just saying. I'm not going to say he's going to be the guy because I don't think Jameis Winston's the guy for them either. But no. uh, all that being said, Russell Wilson is still a question mark. Yeah. The Bears are expected to heavily pursue him. They have been heavily pursuing him. Yeah. Which worries which worries me. Um, and Deshaun Watson still, who knows? He's still not happy. Can you really see Russ moving on from from Seattle though? Not a hundred percent. No, I I feel like he just wants to make sure that you know, that O-line gets some fucking attention. Which is reasonable. I just don't know. Yeah, I don't... Like, if I really if I really assess what does he want, he's like, hey, man, I'm tired of getting crushed all season long. And they, just I mean... that Give me anybody with a pulse, please. That division, the, the NFC West out there... It's fucking it's, stacked. It's got... That O-line is... It's got the names as far as O-line goes. It's got them there. So fuck it, man. I, I if I'm Russ, I want I want some help. I want yeah. Hire me some bodyguards. Yep. Well. So that's it. That's what's new this week. There's I mean, there's a lot of shit that's new this week. There's gonna be new shit, but that's the amount we decided to ramble about. We've we've been <laughs> going for a minute here too. I I forgot to start my data my video audio recorder too. Well, what the fuck, man? Well, I didn't even start my audio. You didn't remind me. We've been out of practice. Well, you're fired. I did everything I was supposed to do. Fuck it, I'm fired. Bye. Bye. And now I'm cheesing my way back to you, Van. With a burning cheese inside. It's time to talk pack. Well, for the first time in a while, we're back. We took a break. It wasn't like a vacation-y break. It was just like a being fucking busy all the time break. It really was. It was a stressful break. I realized how tired I was. I fell asleep on the ground today after work. Nice. I was like, I'm just going to slide out of my chair, and then I fell asleep on the ground. <laughs> I haven't done that in a while, but Miss Miss uh, Miss Van was in here making some jewelry stuff. She makes let me jewelry. If anybody's interested, Baubles by Brooke, B-A-U-B-L-E-S on this Etsy. Shit, this shit again. She loves it. Watch. She actually does a really she's, – she's selling to a lot of different people from all over the place. She's doing really well. Yeah, that's good. Um, Mrs. Jeezy got some. She loves yeah, it. Yeah, she did. And they were custom made for her too. Yeah, she loves them. With heart, with love and care, put in every earring. She wears Anyways, them. she wears them pretty she, often. Well, good. I will. I will let Miss Van know. But uh, she was working on her jewelries, jewelries thing, and right over, right over there, there, in the office, I happened to lay down on the floor, and I almost fell asleep on the floor. I I knew I fell asleep like. You ever fall asleep, you like falling asleep and then you hear yourself snore and it wakes you up and then you're like, oh shit, I almost fell asleep and then I just like, <laughs> but the difference, but then I fell asleep. But the difference is when I do that, I've likely been snoring for like 15 minutes already. Yeah, and it's just like I think I woke myself up. Anyways, Packers, uh, boy, lots of shit happening. Yeah. Um, Let's get the bad news out of the way first, because this is really unfortunate, because this is one of my favorite players on the offensive line in a while. I mean, obviously, Bakhtiari is my favorite, but and Elton Jenkins is up there, too. But this guy has been a rock on our offensive line for at least six years. Um, I don't think he missed a game in all that time. Corey Lindsley, our center, 
uh, is going to have agreed to a five-year contract with uh, with the Chargers, sixty-two point five million dollars, seventeen million fully guaranteed, which is the highest uh, paid center in the league now, and uh, he earned every penny of it. Absolutely, absolutely earned every penny of it, and I'm confident the only reason why he is going is because we couldn't afford him. He's yeah. all pro, um, class, class act, so. That's going to be sad. Really sad. Um, yeah. It is sad. I mean, I'll, I'll miss Corey Lindsley. I mean, he's obviously been a Oh, rock. I take it back. He missed three games this year because of a knee injury. But I just feel like, I mean, I, I wonder what Aaron Rodgers is feeling losing his center. I feel like that is a, a special connection. I actually just reread the first review we got on Apple Podcasts, and it was from your you know QB1 about how special mm. the relationship is between the center and the it quarterback. It is man it's legit. I mean there's I mean like like QB1 said a, a long time I mean we would sit after practice like we had we had fumble issues a couple times like not often I was good but every once in a while we had fumble issues and he and I would stay after practice and just fucking snap the ball I mean because that it, if that's where the play fucking starts right that's it's really important yeah and uh, here it is. Uh, Corey Lindsley, 2014 fifth-round pick out of Ohio State. First off, fuck Ohio State, but thank you. I love Corey Lindsley. Uh, immediate immediate <laughs> starter as a rookie. Had 99 regular season starts uh, back until then. Uh, here it is. From late 2016 through early 2019, he was on the field for more than 2,700 straight snaps. Wow. Crazy. I mean, I, um, I thought he was obviously. Older. I thought he was older than twenty nine years old, but. So I mean, I thought he was. Yeah. Oh no, no, he is older. Sense. He is older. Anyways, Wait, um, he helped us tie for second fewest sacks last year. Uh, this is all according to ESPN, by the way. So that that's a really sad one. I hate to see that one happen. Um, and here's a mixed bag one as well. He is twenty nine. What he is twenty nine years old. Okay, I I didn't fuck that up. So, let's see what else we did here. We we released Christian Kirksey and Rick Wagner. I think Christian Kirksey signed with somebody else already. Uh, Who was it? Who was it? Who was it? Oh, boy. Let me look. I feel like our our linebacking core has been a revolving door as of late. I think Texans. He's one of the Texans for one year. Um, Yeah, but, but then you look at, like, we had Kamal Martin, who we drafted last year and was hurt, and showed, showed some pretty showed some pretty good flashes. And showed, then, uh, is that a pun on his uh, on the porn that got on his social media? Oh shit! I forgot that was was that Kamal Martin. I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, it could have been no. I, that was unintentional, 100. Um, percent But then we've got uh, Chris Barnes too, undrafted guy who played really well last year. Look, yeah, definitely looked like he belonged. Yes. He We've got Ty Summers. I don't know how I feel about him. Uh, we, we we restructured Preston's contract. I know a lot of people were not happy about that, but he we restructured it, and we had a bunch of incentives in there for sacks and things like that. If he gets the X amount, he gets more money, whatever else. Uh, so we freed up some space that way. Um, we restructured Bakhtiari's contract early. And he had just signed that huge-ass deal, too. Yeah. Most highest-paid offensive lineman ever. Yeah. Um, and we restructured his. Rogers could get his contract restructured. Um, you know, this is this is kind of what's going on here, like we mentioned with everybody. Um, 
every team is kind of in the same situation this year for the most part. A lot of teams are. Some people, teams that are really shitty don't have issues with this, but um, you know, everybody's tight this year with the con with the uh, cap going down to one eighty two point five. Went down to almost sixteen million dollars. So um, with that, it made it really hard to figure out what we were going to do at running back. And they actually got decided yesterday. Uh, we're going to re-sign Aaron Jones for four years, forty-eight million dollars. I cannot. Uh, I over cannot four, with thirteen million dollars signing bonus. I cannot believe this came through. This well, that's a hometown discount, dude. He he had off. He, he I forget who, who who said it, but he likely had offers more than that, and he took a hometown hometown discount because he wanted to stay in Green Bay. I mean, what are you going to do, man? I just, it's just like, if you believe in a system and you want to get that, you want to get a chance at that ring, I just, I'm sad, man. I'm sad to see Jamal Williams go. And he puts out, I mean, a pretty big post on Instagram. Here it is. Here it is. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, speaking of, back to Aaron Jones. Um, oh, the legal tampering period. I was right. Legal tampering period started today. Um, Drew Rose, the house, who is his agent, um, said that they anticipated bigger offers in free agency. They, they knew he was going to get more money, but he really wanted to stay in Green Bay and so took a pay cut. That's all. But yes, uh, so that's good. Then Jamal Williams put out a post um, basically saying goodbye to Green Bay, even though nothing's official. Um, uh, nothing's ever official, obviously. Yeah, so he put out, he said, I'll read the whole thing on Instagram. Thank you, Green Bay, for accepting me and letting me grow into the man I am today and still thriving to be. I have nothing but respect and love for everyone who works in the Packers facility from players, coaches, all the employees that work in Lambeau, and the fans. I'm going to miss it all, cherish all my memories, and keep striving for greatness. I'm looking forward to what's ahead and excited to grind for what I want. He's got the the bracing teeth. But nothing but uh sorry, but nothing but love Green Bay. It's been real. Thumbs up, prayer hands, blue heart. Yeah, again, nothing's nothing's for real, but I and mean, nothing's for serious yet. I, but he must have offers. Oh, and he's got a picture of him with like his diamond ass grill. Uh but yeah, nothing's obviously for real yet or anything, but I think obviously with re-signing Aaron Jones, it's, it's pretty obvious what's going to happen. Did you know he's had 622 touches in the NFL? Not a single fumble. Jamal Williams? Not a single fumble. I mean, he's been sure-handed. I and didn't in he the past, zero. zero. And in all four years, he's had at least 400 yards rushing and 600 total yards. Yeah, I mean, he'll, 18 he'll be- touchdowns over four seasons. I, I mean, he played a six in 60 out of 64 games. Um, you know, I think he's, he can be a number one elsewhere. Hands down. Sure can. I, I definitely think he could be the featured back on a committee, but he's not like he's not a Derrick Henry. He's not a I mean, I mean, that might be the only featured true like stand. Yeah, no back one's doing feature backs anymore. But you're right. He, you're right. He could be the feature back in a. Back, he could be the Aaron Jones in the uh, Packers backfield, uh, but somewhere else. Yeah, he could. Be, yeah, he could be the lead back in a in a group of solid backs. I mean, and that's. Yeah. 
honestly, I think if you want to have a long career or at least a like a decently long career as running back, that's kind of the. I think that's kind of how the league has been going and how coaches have been doing it. I think also, you know. I mean, the, I think the other advantage is unless you have just a freak of nature like Derrick Henry. I mean, you know, the only other person I can think of who's really featured like that is Ezekiel Elliott. Um, but you know, it also gives you fresh legs when you need it. Like you can yeah. have somebody with fresh legs who can run, you know, the, the whole playbook. Oh shit. Here's some more stuff. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sad. It's, I mean, it is, it really is. But, um, Especially to his his energy was infectious, right? Like his pre-game pre-game dancing stuff, and like all that was just infectious. I loved watching, you know, the the dance cam. You know, it was it was great. But um, mm. he's he's another guy that he he deserves every penny he gets wherever it comes from. But I I mean I really do feel good with Aaron Jones, and then what's the guy from uh, Boston? I can't I like Dexter Williams that we drafted. Oh, are you no, mean, no. you mean AJ Dillon? AJ Dillon, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we still have Dexter Williams on our practice squad too, who we drafted two years ago. Now we didn't really see any game time. Yeah, I haven't. I, I don't know what to make of him. I, I think I saw him in preseason game. Obviously not this past season, but two seasons ago. Yeah. Um. um well, so some other things that happened too. Uh, we restructured Adrian Amos's contract to save seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. John Lovett got waived. He's our fullback. Saved one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Preston actually took a pay cut when he restructured his seven point two five million dollar pay cut. So this is as a March twelfth, so a couple days ago. Yet uh, at that point, we had cleared eight point one two million of cap that day, and we were down. We were still needed to clear one point two million. Uh, I think we've done more so since then. So, and they're also expecting that uh, Devonte and Zadarius might also restructure their contracts. Hmm. So, people are starting to get sneaky here with um, cap things, but I'm, I'm, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, I just don't know who else is gonna is gonna stay or go. And oh, Billy Turner said he would he would restructure his as well, which would be good. Hmm. Uh, Okay, so back to Corey Lindsley. Now we have a, now we have something to talk about with how is this offensive line going to be structured, right? Dave Bakhtiari is still the best in the league at left tackle. Of course. Left guard, you've got Elton Jenkins. The, the best, in my opinion, probably the best guard, in the, probably the best, most versatile offensive lineman in the league. Yeah. I don't On the know. right side, you've got Billy Turner, and our other tackle is who? I don't even know right now off the top of my head. I can't tell you. But so now we have some shifting around to do and figure out who's going to play in the middle there. Oh, um, we've got those guys we drafted from last year, though, too, those young guys. I could see Elton Jenkins moving to center. Um, Has he played center? Mm-hmm. He did when Corey Lindsay was hurt this year. That's right. You're right. Also, Zadarius Smith tweeted out earlier, I want to be a Packer for life. Dang. How many seasons yeah. do you think he's got left? How many is it Darius? How old is he? I think he's probably like 30, maybe 31. We're about to find out. Born in Alabama in 1992. He's 28. 28. Yeah. 
Okay, so he's actually a little bit younger than I thought. Uh, yes. He's 28, and he's a big-ass man. And I'm a man. I am 30, and I'm a little-ass kid. That dude is... I, that is for real, though. That is like... When I look at some of these players that are in their early 20s, and they are enormous men, and I'm looking at myself in the mirror like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go up to Sidarius and say, "That's my ice cream cone." I wouldn't say that. You would say, "You can have it." You can have it. Yep, that's what I would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can have it. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, a what big, a classic episode. That of, dude is. I mean, honestly, though, he uh, seems. I mean, he seems so nice, but like, that's a bit. That's a big dude. It's, it's a six four two seventy five. Two hundred seventy five pounds is a fucking big dude. That's a big dude. But anyways, anyway, um, what I what I gotta say really, is really unfortunate the guys we're gonna lose. Really happy for the guys that we're gonna retain. There's been a, I've been hearing this. And we'll see, man. It's, Mrs. Jeezy has been talking about renting an RV come football time and just taking like a trip to Lambo, like from here to there, RV. See what happens. Can't we just make a pit stop in North Carolina as well? Why don't you make a pit stop up here and then, like, we got to go all the way to Lambeau. Fuck it, fine, I'll do it. Let's fucking do it then. We were going to do it last year. Last year we were going to do a, a Van Jeezy game, but then guess what happened? Everything got all fucked up. Some bullshit. Oh, that's another one we're talking about soon here, too, is the 17th game, which is going to happen this year, I think. Yeah, I mean, the schedule is... Uh, and how they're, going to, how they're going to decide who... They haven't decided yet who's going to... Be that seventeenth game. I mean, as of right now, we've got our divisional games against Bears, Lions, Vikings. We're also playing the Browns, Rams, Steelers, Seahawks, and football team at home. And away, we're playing our divisional games, and then Cardinals, Ravens, Bengals, Saints, and Forty Niners. So, where's that seventeenth game going to be? I've heard people predicting it's going to be Packers, Chiefs. Interesting. So, how how do you think the game is going to be? Is it just like, I don't, how would you do, how, like, there's a rule for the the game so that you know how it happens every year. Like, how do you think? You could go see a hometown game out by you. What's that? We're playing the Ravens away this year. Oh, nice. So, A, number one, put that one in your calendar. When is it? I mean, the, the game's not scheduled yet, but fucking plan, we're, we're doing that. Plan on that. We're doing that. All right. And other than that, Vikings, Cardinals, Bengals, the, we could do. We could meet up for. We could meet up for Bengals or Browns. Oh, and good. football. Oh, football team's home. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Browns are home. So the the football team one is the one that we had some friends here say, "Let's get an RV and go. Let's go." And if we all pitch in, it's only like, you know, cheap. It's not bad. Yeah, I'd be game. Shit, we should do New Orleans. That'd be fun too. That would be fun. Do we have any friends in any of these areas? Like the Bengals would be good too, because Bengals as no way a road game. That's getting closer to mid a midpoint for us. Yeah, Cincy. Yeah. Yeah, that could be tight. I don't any- know. Anyway, sorry to take us completely off the rails. I'm not. That's what the show is about. <laughs> uh, so do are we just doing gossip then? 
Is that where we are? Fuck yeah, let's just do it. Because we only have one story. And it's a it's a it's a hometown Wisconsin um connection here. Uh coming straight out to you out of Kenosha, Wisconsin, Melvin Gordon, who is one of the most prolific uh college running backs of all time. Um played for Wisconsin, obviously. Uh almost five thousand yards rushing in his time, uh forty-five touchdowns. 49 scrimmage touchdowns at one point he led the league in, or led the led all of fbs in um touchdowns let's see i can't find any more anyways hmm? 27 years old yeah he got in trouble uh a while ago october 13th he got pulled over in denver who, was that the last team he played for? Was there? Yeah, I think he's still on their yeah. roster. Bros. Okay. Yeah, he played for the SDG. Who's SDG? What? San Diego. Who's SDG? Who team is SDG? What are you talking about? San Diego Chargers. Oh, San Diego. He played for the. I'm trying to figure out who he played. He played for the Chargers all up until last year. Okay, last year he went to Denver. Uh, okay, so you got pulled over in Denver on October 13th. They clocked him at 71 in a 35. Damn. First off, that's, fel- that's felony endangerment shit. Um, let's see. <laughs> and in this video, I didn't watch it watch, uh, yet. He told the cop, well, I'm just going to read the synopsis here first. He told the cop he had been driving fast because he was just miles running out of gas. And then the cop asked him, like, well, how many did you have? He's like, oh, not much. And then the cop's like, well, how much is not much? And he's like, I just had one. And then, like, the interview. He said he had just one drink of Pinot Grigio. (laughs) I had just one Pinot Grigio. Yeah, he says Pinot Grigio. And I was like, oh, shit, he's just, he's getting classic. Oh, the reason this is news right now, by the way, is because the the body cam was released now. This is sick. This is six minutes. I mean, it's it, it's edited too, because it, it doesn't just like it's not all raw stuff. It's edited down, and you they, they do like the field sobriety test where he's like trying to do the, like the heel toe walk, and you can see him like he can mostly do it, mostly, but like not quite. I'm watching that right now. And then oh, he's not doing well. It looks like he's wearing high. It looks like he's wearing ladies' high heels. What the fuck is that? I don't. What? Or they're, they're like some really weird Birkenstock sandals. He's not wearing ladies' high heels. Oh no, they're they are definitely like Birkenstock sandals. Anyway, like well, he so up, he. Should... I mean, he ends up getting out of it. I mean, in the end, like he he pled guilty to reckless driving. And so he ended up having to do 12 hours community service, pay a $478.50 fine. I mean, they, they pulled hold, the deal. After he pled out to those things, they 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 let him out of the DUI charge, actually. He said, I've been drinking. I know you can, the cops said, I know you can tell. I can tell. I got some people that can drive me. I'm not going to lie to you. I play for the Broncos. Obviously, you probably know. And I cannot risk getting in trouble. I live three minutes from here, probably four. And then he said, I'm scared to get in trouble, bruh. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm in a fucking position battle, bruh. I'm low-key scared, bruh. Please, bruh. 
And he did not take. He did end up taking a blood test, and they later later him with two charges of DUI and one count of speeding. Uh, he pled guilty to reckless drive driving, and they dismissed the two DUIs. Yeah, that's what, community service. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, and he's going to be on further discipline from the NFL. That seems like a little little bit bullshitty, doesn't it? I mean, I guess they didn't really say what his blood alcohol content was, but yeah, they didn't say. I don't. I mean, it didn't say that he was a hundred percent like. It doesn't. I mean, it doesn't. Tell yeah, so I clicked on the. I clicked on the link here that says two charges of DUI. I clicked on it, and in big fucking letters, this is EMD. All of this, by the way, it says Melvin Gordon's DUI arrest. Cops say running back weak to booze. I mean, speech. Oh, the officer says speech was slurred. Breath had moderate odor of an unknown alcoholic beverage. Balance was swaying. Eyes were watery. He performed unsatisfactorily in the sobriety test, exhibiting validated indicators of impairment. The police officer did ask, this is probably the first time I've ever noticed this, he did ask if the cuffs were too tight. Oh, that's nice. I mean, for a nonviolent thing, you should probably, you know, always ask if the cuffs are too tight. That seems reasonable. I mean... Like for a not, I mean, this is obviously it's a it's a potentially dangerous thing to have somebody driving drunk. I mean, it is dangerous. Um, Extremely. Yeah, of course, but it's not like. But now he's been stopped. Nothing has happened yet, you know, and he's being cooperative. I mean, there's no. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to. Re- he's not being yeah. restrained for any other reason than it's like the protocol. Right. Well. Sorry, Melvin Gordon. Hopefully it works out for you and you've learned a lesson. I mean... I feel like in these days, Uber is an excellent service. So everybody, make sure you partake in Uber if you're in that situation. And if Uber's too expensive, try Lyft. And if Lyft's too expensive, try walking. Yeah. Or a bus or a taxi. Taxis are expensive though, too. If those are too slow, try... If walking too slow, try Scooter. Although I do know in Wisconsin, I believe if the um, bar or tavern is part of the Tavern League of Wisconsin, the Tavern League of Wisconsin, uh, I believe if you go to the bar and tell them that you are too impaired to go home and you need a ride, they have to call a cab for you on their dime. Really? I believe it's a thing. Don't quote me 100%, but I'm like 80% sure. That's pretty tight. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, my general opinion is you can't afford to go out unless you can afford to get your ass home safely. So I always say you should budget for a car home or plan to only have one drink. Or two over if you're going to be there for a long time. That's my rule of thumb. So that's kind of it. Otherwise, you, I mean, if you're having more than that, you just got to plan in. The, the cost of travel. Mm-hmm. Do that. Anyway, this has been Officer Jeezy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything to add. All right. Uh, and with that, you've been listening to Getting <laughs> Jeezy. Sorry. And with that, you've been listening to Getting Cheesy with Van and Jeezy. Getting Jeezy with che- Cheesy and Van. That's correct. I'm Cheesy. I'm uh, Van. Van. And for I don't know if you guys can tell, we haven't been listening. We haven't, been, we haven't done this in a while. We're a little out of practice. And if you've been listening to the podcast, <laughs> uh, I'm still Van. 
and I'm still Jeezy. Thanks, everybody. Okay. okay. Bye or something.